Hi, and welcome to Fido, an audio adventure into fantasy, folklore, and fairy tales. I'm John, your host, and thanks for dropping in. And we're back. Last week, I took a bit of a break because I had been out of town, and the vacation meant I was a little behind. But here we are, and I've got an interesting story for you today. This is one of the three that I recorded for Abby and Alan over at the Lunatics Radio Hour podcast as a part of the collaboration we just finished up. Go on over and check them out when you get a chance. And now, originally published by Charles Perrault in 1697 and included in Andrew Lang's Blue Fairy Book in 1889, The Fairies, or Diamonds and Toads. The Fairy by Charles Perrault Once upon a time there was a widow who had two daughters. The elder was so much like her, both in looks and character, that whoever saw the daughter saw the mother. They were both so disagreeable and so proud that there was no living with them. The younger, who was the very picture of her father for sweetness of temper and virtue, was withal one of the most beautiful girls ever seen. As people naturally love their own likenesses, this mother doted on her elder daughter, and at the same time had great aversion for the younger. She made her eat in the kitchen and work continually. Among other things, this unfortunate child had to go twice a day to draw water more than a mile and a half from the house, and bring home a pitcherful of it. One day, as she was at this fountain, there came to her a poor woman, who begged of her to let her drink. "'Oh, yes, with all my heart, Goody,' said this pretty little girl. Rinsing the pitcher at once, she took some of the clearest water from the fountain and gave it to her, holding up the pitcher all the while that she might drink the easier. The good woman, having drunk, said to her, "'You are so pretty, so good and courteous, that I cannot help giving you a gift.' For this was a fairy, who had taken the form of a poor countrywoman, to see how far the civility and good manners of this pretty girl would go. "'I will give for you a gift,' continued the fairy, "'that at every word you speak there shall come out of your mouth either a flower or a jewel.' When this pretty girl returned, her mother scolded at her for staying so long at the fountain. "'I beg your pardon, mamma," said the poor girl, "'for not making more haste.' And in speaking these words there came out of her mouth two roses, two pearls, and two large diamonds. "'What is it I see there?' said her mother, quite astonished. "'I think pearls and diamonds come out of the girl's mouth. How happens this, my child?' This was the first time she had ever called her my child. The girl told her frankly all the matter, not without dropping out great numbers of diamonds. "'Truly,' cried the mother, "'I must send my own dear child thither. Fanny, look at what comes out of your sister's mouth when she speaks. Would you not be glad, my dear, to have the same gift? You have only to go and draw water out of the fountain, and when a poor woman asks you to let her drink, to give it to her very civilly.' "'I should like to see myself going to the fountain to draw water,' said this ill-bred minx. "'I insist you shall go,' said the mother, and that instantly. She went, but grumbled all the way, taking with her the best silver tankard in the house. She no sooner reached the fountain than she saw coming out of the wood a magnificently dressed lady who came up to her and asked to drink, 
This was the same fairy who had appeared to her sister, but she had now taken the air and dress of a princess to see how far this girl's rudeness would go. "'Am I come hither,' said the proud, ill-bred girl, "'to serve you with water, pray? "'I suppose this silver tankard was brought purely for your ladyship, was it? "'However, you may drink out of it if you have a fancy.' "'You are scarcely polite,' answered the fairy, without anger. "'Well, then, since you are so disobliging, "'I give you for a gift that at every word you speak "'there shall come out of your mouth a snake or a toad.' So soon as her mother saw her coming, she cried out, "'Well, daughter?' "'Well, mother,' answered the unhappy girl, throwing out of her mouth a viper and a toad. "'Oh, mercy!' cried the mother. "'What is it I see? It is her sister who has caused all this, but she shall pay for it,' and immediately ran to beat her. The poor child fled away from her and went to hide herself in the forest nearby. The king's son, who was returning from the chase, met her, and seeing her so beautiful, asked her what she did there alone and why she cried. "'Alas, sir, my mother has turned me out of doors.' The king's son, who saw five or six pearls and as many diamonds come out of her mouth, desired her to tell him how that happened. She told him the whole story. The king's son fell in love with her, and considering that such a gift was worth more than any marriage portion another bride could bring— conducted her to the palace of the king, his father, and there married her. As for her sister, she made herself so much hated that her own mother turned her out of doors. The miserable girl, after wandering about and finding no one to take her in, went to a corner of the wood, and there died. Okay, so there wasn't a moral on the version that I initially recorded for Abby and Alan, but I found that Perrault did have his customary verses on the end originally. Let me read them for you. Diamonds and gold may work some wonders in their way, but a gentle word is worth more than all the gems on earth. Though when otherwise inclined, it's a trouble to be kind, often it will bring you good when you least believe it could. Now, Perrault is never shy with his morals. Kind words and a good heart are as good or better than riches. And even if you can't see the benefit of kindness, it is still worthwhile to be kind. And honestly, the moral weathered the years pretty well. This story is Arne Thompson Type 480, The Kind and Unkind Girls, and I couldn't really find an earliest example of this type, but the more I looked, I found examples of the kind and unkind girls, as well as the idea of jewels falling from a kind or good-hearted person. Examples show up in Japan, Turkey, Germany, and Italy, to name a few. I'm sure there are a lot more. I also read that in some versions of this story, the kind daughter was actually the stepdaughter so as to differentiate the tale a bit from Cinderella. I was unable to verify that, but that would be an interesting switch. We talked a bit over on the Lunatics episodes about the fact that the step family is often portrayed as evil or less virtuous. I won't rehash it here, but you can check those episodes out either on this show or over on theirs. Since this is one of the stories from the Lunatics Radio Hour collaboration, let me tell you briefly about the Pizza Rice Podcasting Collaborative. 
I've been fortunate since beginning my little podcast to begin to interact with other people like myself who just want to put a little something out there that people can enjoy. We've been conversing about how we could do a little working together, and these last few episodes are a result of that. So, though I've mentioned them before, head over and check out Jollyville Radio, Bob's Short Story Hour, Hidden Oaks, and The Lunatics Radio Hour, wherever you listen to podcasts. And also, this week, I'll be giving away the custom-made Fado Lapgan, crocheted by patron Rachel Maynard over at Block M Farm and Crafts. Look them up on Facebook for fiber crafts and lots of cute farm animals. Now, if you're enjoying Fado, then you should definitely subscribe on your podcast platform of choice so you don't miss an episode. You can also go to FadoPodcast.com and listen on any device. Make sure and share Fado with your friends and family if you like what you're hearing. Word of mouth is my best advertisement. Don't forget to leave me a comment or a question, and I might be able to read them on the air. I love hearing from my listeners. Don't miss the new store as well. T-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, and even a Fado pint glass can all be yours. Look for the link on my website. You also don't want to miss out on the exclusive new Fedork Fan t-shirt. You'll have to message me in order to get one because they're not on any website. So, if you are a true Fedork, let me know. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Fado Podcast. And if you would like to support the show more directly, you can become a patron. I'm on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. There is behind-the-scenes content, early access to upcoming episodes, merchandise discounts, and if you join, you'll get a personal handwritten thank you from me in the mail, as well as a Fado sticker. Also, you'll get a mention here on the show. That brings us to the end of Season 2, Episode 28. Watch for the next episode of Fado coming soon. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you once upon a next time. Fido is a member of the Pizza Rice Podcasting Collaborative. Check us out at pizzaricepodcast.com.